you know, today I'm kind of all over the place mentally. And so I'm going to take you with me. <laughs> Remember, we don't do a journey here. We do a trip. I woke up this morning and my son's getting ready for school and he comes in and he says, Mom, what do you think about these? And I'm looking at him and bless his heart, his pants don't fit. He's six foot three and his body is changing. This illness affects him in ways and it's, it's his story to tell, not mine. But it kills me that I see what this illness is doing to a young, a young, vibrant, wonderful human being. And it kills me because I know that there are other parents out there dealing with this. And that's why I started the other zebra support group. And it pains me when I get messages from people and I'm hearing about their pain and managing and it just all just gets me. So I'm sitting here thinking, all right, I have to make money, but I need to do something else. And I'm like, I could do a nonprofit, but then I'm like, don't you have to have money for a nonprofit? And then I'm like, maybe I could do a foundation. So I'm like, I've already figured it, the AWOL Zebra Foundation, because I don't want other individuals to have to go through this. No, it's not cancer. It's not Parkinson's. But man, this disease totally sucks. It really does. And it kills me because I see a young man that's going to be eventually, and it's going to kill me when he goes away one day to live his own life. But I have a young man that is going to be sent into a world where you have to struggle and all I have wanted to do is just put him in a bubble and keep him so happy. Let him be a kid. And with this illness, he struggles. And because he talks with me, it just pains me to no end. I'm so grateful that he does. But it just pains me because there's not enough about this illness known to to make any sense of it. I mean, how do you have a disease that affects with you mentally, affects you gynecology, gynecology, <laughs> it affects you down there, females, okay? Uh, it causes gastric issues. It causes joint pain. I mean, this is, uh, what is it called when you, uh, you don't discriminate? A non, this, this disease does not discriminate. I mean, if there's something that can go wrong with your body, boom, is part of H-E-D-S. It makes no, there's no rhyme or reason to this. There's no sense. Absolutely no sense. So I was thinking about it. When I was a little girl, my mom, she hated taking me jean shopping because it was like, you weren't going to find jeans that fit me. And back in the day, as a six foot one young woman, and I'm putting hand lotion right on now in case you hear things rubbing together. And uh, my mom would take me and it would be a miserable experience for her because you couldn't find jeans that fit me. And back in the day, 
if you were over 5'10", you had pants. If I, Am I yelling? I think my ears are getting clogged back up again. And if you were over 5'10", you would have britches that had an elastic waistband. Well, my fat granny wore those pants. And that was not becoming to a 14-year-old little girl. And I'll never forget when I was 14, my mother bought me a sweater set. Back then, it was... It was uh, really cool, <laughs> at least I thought it was, to wear a sweater with a matching, like, Oxford shirt underneath. I don't know if they even do that anymore. But it was at Kmart, and she bought it, and it was a beautiful blue sweater with a striped blue and white Oxford button-down shirt. And that was the one. We could afford one. I got that for back to school. And I was so proud of that sweater, and I absolutely loved it. But after that, other than you know, tops and stuff at stores, it was hard to clothe me because of my size. So, and and my hair, uh, my hair, that's why I'm so grateful that I I got the Brazilian blowout because my hair is curly enough to not be curly and pretty, but frizzy enough, it's just, it's not. My, My son has been blessed with this gorgeous, curly, beautiful color hair. The very first haircut he had, um, women were coming and saying, could I have a lock of his hair that was hitting the ground? I was like, okay, because they were trying to match his color. He's just got a beautiful color hair. So shopping for jeans was not my mother's happy time with me. And then in return, going bra shopping with her, not a pleasant experience for me because she had, she was well endowed and I mean, naturally, I mean, D, I don't remember, 40 D, whatever. She, she, she's a, a nicely bosomed woman. Promised me that I would get bosoms when I turned 18. And I turned 18 and they weren't there. It <laughs> didn't happen, mom. <laughs> didn't happen. Wow. <laughs> so, um, you know, those experiences of, of what I have shopping. And now with online, the world of online, you know, my husband and my son, they don't really go to the store. I find out what they need, and I get it here. And now, Wyland has been in adult clothes since he was five years old, uh, men's clothes, because his little body just, I, I got huskies. I figured it out. When he was a little boy, I'd have to get huskies because they would be long enough, not because he fit huskies. It's because I had to figure out and tailor because of the length of his body. And then he went into men's jeans at the age of five, and men's jeans are quite heavy. So I knew it was going to be an experience dealing with him. You know, if I knew if I had a little girl, she would want her hair straight. And so I didn't want to have to deal with that. But knowing I was going to have a little boy, everything's going to be fine. And now he's got this gorgeous curly hair. So when he comes in this morning, and I look at his jeans, and I have to file, I have to, I have to go ahead and tell him, I said, son, those, those, no, sweetheart, those just, those don't fit, and I could look in his eyes, and I could tell him his dad's rushed him, let's go, let's go, it's 10 till, we gotta go, gotta go, and I'm just looking like, my son needs me, you're a normal size man, you don't understand what he's going through, I need a moment, you know, I was just, I was looking at my son, because my son, this might not be right, but my son, I, there's just a connection with him, and he, he, he's my priority. My husband is my priority as well, but my husband can take care of himself. My son 
I, I don't know. So I don't want people saying, oh, you know, but no, I've got a good marriage. My husband loves me. Everything's just fine. But my son, because I understand what he's going through with his illness, I don't really understand, but I understand it's very confusing. And then there's puberty. And then I was never a, a teenage boy, so I really can't relate, but I can relate to the things that are happening to him that were happening happening to me when I was younger, but I didn't know they were okay, is my point. That's why I want to start the AWOL Zebra Foundation, because, damn it, I just just not fair. So, we go through his closet, and I can tell he's just getting so frustrated. I mean, he's, he's six foot three, and, and it's just, you know, growth spurt, body changing, and he finally, he found a pair of pants. I said, son, you let me know when you're done with stuff at school. I said, I'll, I'll come get you and we're going to go shopping. And there's not that many big and tall places in town. And I have to get things online. And so, and especially with this illness, I do a lot of shopping online and have things delivered. And then we go through them and then send them back. So I was dreading this experience because of how it was with my mother uh, and, and, and not being with my mother wasn't the bad part. It was our, our hindrance on shopping. <laughs> she hated looking for me for jeans because there weren't any and looking for her for bras. There weren't any, we still had a lot of fun. And every Friday we'd go to out to, to lunch. I mean, it, it didn't hurt our relationship. It just shopping wasn't pleasurable. So I was dreading this moment. And I'm getting here trying to prepare. I'm like, okay, I've got a certain amount of pain medication. And right now, my whole body's off kilter. The fact that my right side is so bound with fascia, it's frustrating because when I was in all over chronic body pain, I was even, but I didn't know that my body wasn't in the right position. Now that I know what, I guess, a a normal and and don't get upset as I'm saying it normal because we are normal this way but the way I was supposed to be before my fascia bound up the fact that I'm supposed to stand differently and and feel things differently it's very awkward for me to have this one side my right side be so bound and I didn't know it was until my left side was released and it makes it when I try to walk after I've walked a few steps eventually I start leaning <laughs> and my body is it's like I'm like everything's crooked to me because it's like my one side is shorter than the other so I'm starting to realize that this is how I got this way eventually does this make sense i'm hoping this makes sense to you whereas something happens in our body that causes that area of fascia to to bind and to bound tight and we feel a little awkward taking a step or something like that say it's something in your foot something in your hip well you just think you straighten up and then you just keep walking and you keep going well then that fascia just keeps building up and building up and building up until it becomes normal to you. So now the side that is appropriately positioned feels awkward to me and I can't get acclimated to being off like this. So 
preparing for this shopping experience with my son. Come here, Emma. Come here, baby girl. She's my kitten. She's like, you're talking and there's nobody there. You can come here. You can sit in my lap. Come here, baby. So she's like, uh, pet me. So I knew that it was going to be an experience. And I wanted to make sure my body was prepared because I was hurting before I did anything. And it's one of these that when you get up and start moving, it starts hurting a little bit more. And then you're chasing the pain and it's very frustrating. So I did nothing this morning. I just laid in bed and I tried to get some extra sleep. I was preparing because I wanted to make sure that I could take my son shopping. I found a, a big and tall store uh, in Williamsburg. I said, we're going to go somewhere. We're going to go find it. And I ordered him some from American Eagle. He's he's at the last size you can get. They don't go longer than 36 inches in length. So I got what I could. I told him buying off the rack when we got his first suit for him. I said, this will be the one and only time you buy a suit off the rack. From now on, everything will be tailored or, you know, going to a different store. So my son calls me or texts me and he says, mom, I'm, I've took a, I took a quiz and a test and there's nothing else going on. I can leave whenever you're ready. I said, okay, son. So I got everything together. Hey, Elabelle. There's my other kitten. I'm sorry. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't need to know that, but I'm just sitting here with you. I'm on, on my bed in with my heating pad. And I, it's like, you're, it's like, you're sitting here with me. So I need to share it all with you. My apologies. So I get myself together and I grab my collar because I need my leash. No, I grab my neck collar because I'm having problems with my neck. It's starting to make these uh, little feelings and I'm twitching it back and forth and it's, it's just hard to hold my head up. So I wanted to be prepared in case that happened. And for some reason, my head just feels super heavy the past couple of days because again, I feel out of sorts. So I grab my collar and we go and we get to the store and we walk in. Now get this, my son is too tall for regular stores like Kohl's, JCPenney's and stuff like that. And he's not big enough for the big and tall stores. I kid you not. The man was like, I don't think we're going to have a size to fit him in here. I said, no, 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 no. You've got to. Luckily, there was one pair of jeans that would fit him. And then there was a pair on the clearance aisle of these really cool black pants that were not his size, but because they were from a different label, they were cut differently and they fit. And that's all he wanted was these two pairs of pants. And I have four more coming that he's going to look at, you know, when they get here from American Eagle. But we were shopping, and he was so quiet and so polite, and uh, my son, and the and the salesman, Thomas, Thomas Robinson. And uh, so I showed my son, I said, here's some shoes. You can look at shoes, too. And he tried on a pair of shoes. He grabbed 13, and he put it on. And I, I, I was like, you know, why is he acting? This is like, he's. it's so odd. Like, this is so foreign to him. And we're going, and... He's trying on some shoes, and he's like, no, this is fine. This is enough. And I go, and I and I pay. And by the way, these pants, instead of getting 36-inch length, 
I was able to get 32 inch length because this store cuts the crotch two inches longer for bigger men or something like that. So when they sit down, it's more comfortable and their pants don't ride up. So his length is shorter and like getting an extra, extra large in the real world, he would be an extra large at this store. So I was really happy about that. And then I said, well, son, you've been wanting some Doc Martens and this outlet area has a store with them. Do you want to look? And he said, well, okay. So we go in and he picks up a pair of shoes and it's the one he wants, but he says, mom, there, we got to go. There's, there's an eight. They, they just, let's go. And I said, son, no, you take the shoe and you go up to the woman and you tell her, I like this shoe and, and a size 13. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he's looking around like, like a kid in a candy store looking at all these shirts hanging up on the 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 walls and he's like I, I I really like that shirt I said so do you want to get your shirt and he goes well yes ma'am is but it's and I said well hold on we'll get it and the woman's getting it and he says ma'am I'm sorry I hate to ask you this but would you mind getting this I'm real sorry to bother you and I said son that's what she's here to do she's here to help you and I realized that this was an entirely different experience for my son because we've gone to the world of online shopping. And I mention all this, not because, you know, I mean, my son has been into the shoe store before, but he was a little boy. It was different because now we just can't go to a regular shoe store. I'm getting everything online. But this was all new to him. It was foreign. And I had such an incredible time. And I was like, you know, I was dreading this experience because of, of my past experiences. And it's so frustrating when you can't find something that fits, right? And especially when you just, you want a pair of jeans. I mean, I was so grateful uh, when I met my husband because I used to wear pants that looked like the MC Hammer because in order for them to be long enough, the crotch was down to my knees. And I, I mean, he just, my, my apparel wasn't, I mean, it's expensive to dress as a tall person. My son's jeans were like $80, this one pair of jeans. But when I met my husband and I got, I was pregnant, I went and I started getting clothes that actually fit me and it felt really good. And from that point on, and I was at the age of 37, when I realized I deserve clothes that fit me properly. And my husband was bound and determined that I get clothes that fit me properly and I don't settle. And I don't just take what's on the rack. And so I'm now almost 53. I now make sure my clothes fit me just the way I like them. I don't wear three-quarter anything because it looks like I couldn't afford the whole quarter, <laughs> the whole, you know, the whole hundred or whatever, you know, three-quarters, 7,500. Math, not my forte. That's not what we're here about. We're not here about how good I can... I can give you change in the drive through at McDonald's just like that. But that's the thing, is that I had learned to settle and accept clothing-wise. And because my husband told me not to do that, and I had clothes that fit me during pregnancy, and the, the motherhood store was wonderful. They took clothes back if you know they changed after I washed them or whatever but I wasn't dressing for myself I was dressing for my baby and I learned a very valuable lesson during my pregnancy and that was 
it's okay to do for yourself and to look for the right fit. Don't just settle. And my husband instilled that in me and I now wear clothes that are comfortable to me that I like and I'm in no style. I mean, a girl the other day stopped me and said, I love your pants. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. And there were these, these old baggy pants that have holes in them, but I sewed uh, a t-shirt behind the holes because I don't like having holy jeans. You have to buy them. You know, jeans come with holes in them now. I mean, we used to wear the holes in them. Now you buy jeans and you're lucky if they don't have holes in them. What is that? I just don't understand, but I wanted these jeans. I think they're like, um, they're like boyfriend skater jeans or something. And I don't like them because I can sleep in them and they're comfortable. And I was wearing them out because that way I look dressed when I go out. Nobody knows they're my pajamas. <laughs> so my son gets some shirts. We have to order his shoes because they only have an 11 in the store. But it was so nice watching him. And it gave me a memory, and it just made me realize that we are not going to settle on this illness defining us. If anything, we are going to make sure that this illness is definable and does not define us. That does not, I just came up with that. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it makes sense in my head, so we're going to go with it. We have an illness that takes over our entire body. Right now, I'm wearing a surgical neck collar because the thought of trying to hold my head up and keep my pelvis in position and hold proper posture, I just can't seem to do it. And I'm not going to settle, and neither should you. And watching my son not have to settle and helping him through that process at 15 just kind of made me feel real happy today. And I was having kind of a one of those days like, do I do the podcast? Does it really matter? You know, are you really going to be a trainer are you really going, you know, get your body in shape to to be able to help other people and learn about your fascia? You know, one of those days where you're questioning. But I learned a lot, and I learned that we don't need to settle. And the fact that we have an illness that you have to prepare before you do anything. It's like, I'm going to go out and have dinner with my friends, but I can't do anything hours before because I won't be able to make it through dinner. We have a disease that they can't explain why that is, and there's no pill to make it any better. If we're lucky, we can take things to make it manageable. It's, it's, it's kind of hard. We can't seem to find the perfect fit for this illness because there's so many new comorbidities comorbidities popping up and you just never know you know so I guess I'll leave on that note that we're just constantly trying to you know 
I don't know. I'm looking right now. My husband, let's see. My husband is texting me at the same time that I am trying to talk. So I'm going to sit here and do this for him. There's this uh, gas station thing that you can get called, uh, what is it? Good upside or something like that because gas is so expensive and it is one of those where you buy gas and you get so much back or something with every time and you get money over time and so you can save money with every uh, transaction and now I'm texting him back got it but boom there we go I didn't know you could do this this is really kind of fun to me okay whoops no oh I threw the thumbs down hold on Boom, and we'll do that. I didn't know I could. I can record and still do things. This is so cool. I bet you're probably like, oh my gosh, this woman's crazy off her rocker. <laughs> oh, my mother, let me do. Uh, I'll say, sorry, just saw this. So anyway, back to my thing, because I was getting ready to end this. There we go. Oh, I didn't know I could. Could you believe I could do more than, than uh, one thing at once? Probably not very well. But the bottom line is this. I just hope that spending a little bit of time with you every day helps you a little bit. It, you know, sharing with you kind of what I go through. So maybe you don't feel like you're crazy. And maybe me doing this. Maybe, 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 am I like a car wreck? Like y'all just keep, you come back just to say, oh my gosh, <laughs> like I can't turn away because it's so bad. <laughs> I need to see what else this crazy old woman's going to do. You know, what is it? AWOL, a wacky old lady zebra. And, and the sad thing is I'm, I'm not intoxicated. I'm not medicated. There's nothing. This is just me. This is just the way I am. But I was just really just struggling today. And I don't know how much this illness takes away from us that we don't realize. And mine is pretty much fascia related. I do. I have eye issues. I have gastric issues. I have all of those issues. But those are just issues that I've learned to live with and I've accepted. And, you know, I've been very fortunate that, you know, that I'm not a lot worse, but my fascia seems to be the main criminal here in my body. My, my, you know, my sticky fascia seems to be what controls me. And I realize that there are a lot of emotions and there are a lot of things in that. And as I'm feeling my body release these adhesions, I'm just learning so much and I'm learning to appreciate things so much more. And then I'm also really mad because I see I see my son and what he has to go through and I hear from other individuals and I just wish there was more known about this illness so we could get better together. So thank you. For being a member of AWOL Zebra. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you being here. Every day changes, you know. 
some days I, I mean, like today, honestly, I didn't want to move. I didn't want to do anything because the day before when I got up at, you know, 6 a.m. and started studying and started doing everything, I did everything right. I didn't, I didn't overdo it. I was sitting down. I wasn't standing up. I wasn't overdoing it. And when it was time for me to sit down that evening, there was so much pain. And I was so, it, it, it was just so much pain. And I had not done any, I didn't exercise. I didn't do anything abnormal. But I stayed up and I stayed active mentally and doing things. And I was so afraid that if I did anything before I could get my son to the store to get him a pair of pants, that I would ruin it. So I literally did nothing. And we shouldn't have to live that way. And it's frustrating. We clean our bathrooms, and then the next day, we can't do squat. You change your sheet, if you're lucky, to change your sheet. I mean, it's sad when we have tips like, well, I put down four sheets, and after the top sheet's been used enough, I rip that off, and then I have clean bedding. I like to have fresh sheets every seven days. Well, throw that out the window. And when you change your sheet, you're lucky if you don't pop your rib out. We shouldn't have to live that way, but we do. And it's important that I, you just, I mean, I'm just, I can't, I can't believe. I mean, I had a normal day like anybody else and I went down in pain and I didn't do anything out of the ordinary. You just never know how this illness is going to fit and how it's going to attack us. So, yes, I've been all over the place today, and I appreciate you sharing it with me. My son has britches. I'm excited. He got some cool shirts. He picked out some shoes that'll be here. I hope they fit, size 13. But I refuse to allow my son to settle, and I refuse to go down without a fight. So, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. It's been a pleasure today. I'll be with you tomorrow. I hope you have a little bit of a smile on your face, and I hope your pain isn't so bad today. I look forward to chatting with you. Please message me, whatever. Join me. Uh, remember, we've got, uh, oh, yeah, please, Spotify me or what, whatever it is so that so that we can get, uh, you know, sponsorship. And, and Spotify said that uh, I was close or that I've now been given an opportunity to do their commercials or something because I've reached a certain number. So thank you. Thank you, by the way. I totally forgot about that. Thank you. So please just, you know, do all you can as long as it doesn't cost you money because I can now, I can now advertise for Spotify because I've reached a certain amount of listeners. So I'm grateful. Thank you all so much. It's been a lovely afternoon spending with you or a morning or evening, whatever time you're listening. I'm trying to watch this swarm from Donald Glover on Prime, and it's kind of all over the place. It's a very dark, very dark show, so I've got to find something else. I'm going to go back and study. My son has pants. 
Life is good. Pain is minimal. And I hope you are having an awesome day. I'm Christy Lynn Hanchi. Thank you so much for being with me today on AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.